Arizona Sports is proud to present the Uprising Podcast. Uprising Podcast. Hello and welcome into the Uprising Podcast, a podcast about Phoenix Rising Football Club. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Today, my guest is Phoenix Rising forward, Santi Moar. Santi is a new addition to the club this year. Prior to his arrival in Phoenix, Moar actually grew up in Spain before coming to the United States to play at Fife University in North Carolina. He then went on to play for then-Premier Development League, now USL League 2 side Charlotte Eagles, before joining Bethlehem Steel in 2017. But, I think we all know Santi made his name known throughout the Western Conference last year with New Mexico United. The Spaniards scored 11 goals and notched 6 assists in 33 matches, including two against Phoenix Rising in the side's 3-3 draw in March of last season. Santi would go on to be named the Player of the Month for March, as well as being named to USL Championships All-League second team. Now, I have compared this team, Phoenix Rising, to the 15-16 Golden State Warriors, who set every record imaginable for the greatest regular season in NBA history, but failed to win in the finals. Now, personally, I'm on the side of winning a league being more impressive than winning a knockout tournament, purely because of the fact that you can go without a goal in a knockout tournament, every match can be nil-nil, and you can win the whole thing on penalties. Whereas, obviously, 34 points, meaning 34 consecutive draws, is not going to get you anything in this league. Now, I'm not comparing Santi Moar to Kevin Durant in the following offseason moves that the Warriors made, but... I am going to compare all of GM Bobby Dooley's moves to Kevin Durant, purely because of the fact that so many of the quality starters that Rising picked up in the offseason came directly from Western Conference opponents. So, that being said, let me bring on Phoenix Rising forward, Santi Moar. Santi, how are you, man? It's been a while. Dig, how are you? Very good. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? You're looking good. Yeah, man. (laughs) Just... And resting a little bit here at the apartment. So. All right, Santi. Uh, before we dive into football, how are you? This has been the craziest year ever of our lives, I'm sure. How have you been as a person? I mean, uh, this is a crazy year for everybody. Uh, and for us, it's no different. Uh, we've been struggling with, you know, all this lockdown and, and quarantines and all that. But it's it's it's, it's good to be finally out there playing, practicing every day and and providing some content for the fans out there. You know, they they needed something to to cheer for and it's, it's good to be back playing. Oh, absolutely. I, I think having sports back just as a morale boost for everyone in the country, but especially for you guys, players, like you weren't able to do your jobs, what you love to do most. So I, uh, mm-hmm. I can't imagine, I can't imagine that. Before we get into... Uh, what you've done in USL, Phoenix Rising, uh, kind of take me through your days when you played in Spain, you you played at Fife University and, and you played for the Char- Charlotte Eagles. Can you tell me a little bit about your time there? Well, when I was in Spain, I mean, every every kid in in Spain is is attached in, uh, of a ball, you know, we always have a ball with us. So always growing up there, uh, that was the sport to play. And you know, developed uh, as, until I was 20, 20 years old. I decided to come to to the United States to to get you know a degree and also keep playing the sport. Uh, 
and was, I was fortunate enough to to be on a on a good college program and get get into the national championship, uh, winning a, a title, and then obviously the doors opened up to to play in the USL. So very very fortunate to to take that challenge of of coming here to the United States and and it's been six years already. But I mean I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it in in here and uh, I've seen growth of of the sport in this country as well throughout this time in the United States and you know this is why I'm I'm sticking with 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 this country for for my professional career. So have you looked or thought about I should say past your career where you would want to live? Would you want to go back to Spain or would you want to stay here? Have you not thought about it? Uh, well, uh, obviously I think about that uh, on a regular basis because that's the the future but you know uh, we had a clear example uh, last week I think he was in this podcast uh, Rambo you know, he, he had a, a great career in different countries. And right now he got an opportunity to go back to, to his, you know, home country, work for Newcastle in England. And for, for my, you know, for, in my experience, uh, I'm, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities I have in different parts of the world. Uh, but eventually my family, you know, is all in Spain. So I, you know, in in some Sometime in my life, I think I will go back to Spain, especially because the food is a little better. <laughs> uh, speaking of Rambo, last week, uh, he used you and Joey Farrell just as examples as for how long players have been with Phoenix Rising, but there were still uh, messages sent out by you and Joey, and you know, you've only been here for this season. Can you talk a little bit about what Rambo meant to you and, and what he was like to, to play for? I mean, he he was uh, you know such a role model, and he he still is. You know, uh, he has a great personality to deal with with different situations on a locker room. You know, uh, we have like twenty four players in our roster or twenty five, and you know he understands every every individual has a, a different character, and you know he's a, a great person to talk to. Uh, it's a reference for all of us uh, because of the great career that he had. And and we'll we'll miss him a lot because he he definitely brought up you know a perspective into the locker room that we we really appreciated. So, bringing it to this year, for you this year this season I think has been extremely unlucky. You got injured right before the first match, which was the only match before the break, so that you didn't get to play. And then there's the break, mm-hmm. and then obviously. Uh, you only got to play for 45 minutes in your first start and you've had to miss a match. So I just feel like it's kind of just been an unlucky year for you really. So just uh, kind of take me through uh, how, how has that been mentally so far like this year? Well, you're right. Like uh, I couldn't play the, the first match uh, against Portland, which, you know, after being on an off season for, for two, three months, uh, that's the game you look for, you know, and Unfortunately, I couldn't be part of the team that day, and obviously this this big break with coronavirus, and then you know it's, it's been a challenge uh, to come back. But you know, uh, I still you know try to be resilient as as much as I can, and I don't think uh, I was unlucky because that sometimes you know you have other other games that you are lucky, and the the, the fortune lays on on your side. So. Uh, as long as you, as we know that we we are still uh, working hard and and 
and doing all we can as a as a group and individually as well. Uh, that's all I can look for right now, and I'm pretty sure the, you know, as you said, the luck will lay on on our side and the you know in in the future. So I'm not going to spend too much time on it. We've seen every camera angle. We've spoke to Rick about it. I just want to get kind of your side of the story of when uh, you got your second yellow against OC. Uh, well, uh, the second yellow. I don't know. It was just a moment of, you know, we have three minutes left on in the in the first half, and obviously I wanted to to create another chance and and the possibility to to tie the game. And go to the locker room one one, so that's why I I try to, you know, rush the play a little bit and uh, it was a you know a mistake by me just pushing the 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 other coach. It was just a, a rush decision. It was instant uh, my instant reaction. Like two seconds later, I knew I shouldn't have done that. So you know, all all the blame is on me and and unfortunate because. Uh, I had to to miss uh, the second half of that game, and and right now I, I miss the Del Paso game as well. So obviously not not ideal and not uh, proud of myself in that situation. But as as you said, like uh, gotta gotta deal with it and and become a better player after that. No, oh, and and you you tweeted right away that that. You know, you you admitted to the mistake and 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 owned up to it. Said it was on you, and even after watching it over i i wrote about how you, you had you had just hit the post as well and you was mm-hmm. and you were like you said you were rushing it was 1-1 you know you wanted to get in the match at your first start you're pumped up and at first glance it does look like he was throwing the ball away to you know in, in gamesmanship now we we don't have to debate that but it was kind of mm-hmm. one of those you understand why he did it but at the same time, shouldn't have done it, but like you said, it's over with, and we can move yeah, on. It's so. over with. No, now, I, I, I don't, I don't really want to go into that topic again, and you know, hopefully, oh, it doesn't yeah. happen again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we're gonna we're gonna move on to this week. Um, so obviously, the opponent this week is New Mexico United, your former side. Is there any extra motivation if playing against your former side, especially after you, you know, you had to you had to sit out last last week? No, at this point, I just want to, you know, uh, get into a rhythm, you know, get into a rhythm of games and and momentum. Uh, I think the team is, is you know, doing really good after getting the three points. So individually, it's not an extra motivation to play against the Messi. Obviously, it's special because I I played for them last year and um, I know all the guys, basically. But uh, it's, you know, I'm already enough motivated to... To get this season rolling, get you know some contribute to this team, and you know if it's against my former team, better. If if not, uh, I'm ready for for the next game. So, uh, you know it's gonna be a special game, but not extra motivation. I'm motivated anyways. <laughs> well, during uh, last week for El Paso, when you were in training, Rick was talking how you were fantastic in training even though it was a week you weren't going to be playing what was that like mentally during training knowing that you weren't going to play but still you're putting in these fantastic performances that your manager is bringing up in media calls well uh, i didn't hear that but i mean i appreciate uh, the words from rick uh, 
just you know the the competition in, in this team is is huge and and you know, I try to to be better each and every day, and and also push the the guys that w were gonna play on, in El Paso. You know, it doesn't. You know, the competition on, on not not only makes me better, but also the the, the entire team. So uh, I don't know if I agree with him that I had a great week, but <laughs> definitely, I mean, I tried try every every single day to to bring the best. Sometimes you have a better day, sometimes you have a worse day, but. I'm just fortunate that uh, I'll be available this week. <laughs> so, obviously, you, you play the same position as, as Junior Flemings, and we've seen a success he's had this year. Obviously, solo on the other side goes without saying. What is it like being a winger in Rick Schantz's system? Well, it's great, you know. It's, 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 a, it's a system that is aggressive and, and plays forward. And also, like... It will always give us opportunities to to score wingers, strikers. So, you know, uh, it's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, I wish I could have, like, you know, uh, uh, I, I wish I could have had more time on the field to to enjoy, you know, that sensation of playing. But I mean, it's gonna come with time. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, you guys have only played five matches, and it's August now, and the news today that your your match next week against LA is going to be pushed back a week uh, due to mm -hmm. the low doses camp having some positive tests from July 29th. From a player's perspective, how does that feel knowing that the league is doing their protocol and, and enacting it and pushing it back for the safety of you guys? No, it's great. I mean, we are not going to complain for them to take precautions, no? So if we have to push it back one week, I think that's not a, a big deal. The importance is that all of our players are healthy and hopefully the LA Galaxy players get, get well soon and, and then we can get that match going. But, I mean, it's, we have a few months left, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, if we keep pushing back games, that's going to be a problem, but I don't think that, that will be the case. All right, Santi. Well, I thank you very much for your time and uh, good luck on Saturday. Well, thank you very much, Jake. It's, it's nice to talk to you and thank you for having me here. Will do, will do. I'll uh, talk to you in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Uprising Podcast. Phoenix Rising's next match is once again on Saturday against New Mexico United at Casino Arizona Field. The match was originally scheduled to take place in Albuquerque, but due to COVID-19 restrictions, the league elected to move the match to Arizona. And following last week's results, Phoenix has climbed back up to second place in Group B with 10 points, while San Diego leads the way with 11. But, Rising still have a game in hand on Landon Donovan's side. Los Dos are right on the heels of Phoenix with 10 points, while OC and Las Vegas round out the rest of the group with 5 points and 1 point. Saturday's kickoff is set for 7.30 p.m., and you can catch all the action on the exclusive audio stream on ArizonaSports.com and the new Arizona Sports app, which is now available for both iOS and Android. For all things Phoenix Rising, be sure to head over to ArizonaSports.com, download the new Arizona Sports app, and follow me on Twitter at JWA1994. Until next time, Chibi Diablo, Adopo, Ciao.